on behalf of these niggas that got felonies. Convicted conversations. Convicted conversations. Hi, good afternoon. This is Gary, your host of Convicted Conversations. Speaking on behalf of these niggas that got felonies. Those in pains from they lost one's memories. Voices of being quarantined, COVID 19, 60s to 1619. Jamestown choked me, sold me, shackles hold me tightly by my neck, and I can't breathe again. 2020 ain't no fucking vision on your tail. I vision of why I'm living like a prejudged villain. CNN, Fox News commentating and debating why I can't fucking breathe again. How many times do I have to say this? I'm taking the gloves off because racism is the main deadliness that's contagious. I just got diagnosed and received a degree in criminology, but fuck your education. I don't want to learn shit from a nation that's racist. The definition of policing, overseeing property. I can't understand how the white man never understood how to handle the human properly. Honorable Elijah Muhammad and I know what you Ali spoke constantly, consciously, and cautiously about this ungodly prophecy. You still worried about your prophecy? Amazon deliveries, handouts, hands up, don't shoot, but now your knees are on my neck stopping me from occupying oxygen that God obviously brought for me, for I am his offspring, his true seed, motherfucker, get off of me, please, I can't breathe, please, somebody call the police on the police, cause I can't breathe again, and everything hurts, your words, your knees, your nerve, your white wife who had the nerve to say she was frightened by black life while my face is on the fucking curb, I ain't scared of no fucking virus, this mask is for a riot, I can't breathe, and the media telling me to keep quiet, suffocating me into silence, the devil's greatest trick convincing the world that we were the ones who were violent. Nah, they the ones deficient, insufficient comprehension of their barbaric existence. Y'all worried about this pandemic when our grandparents still trying to recover from when you gave them syphilis. Because in our blood, we scared of the white cells attacking our immunity, the system defective, infected. So who has the disease, you or me? Because I'm at a dis-ease, disadvantage, dismantled disability of your white knees killing me. Been on my neck for centuries. Knees or trees, either way you still lynching me. And what did we ever do to you except for build and make America great initially? Fuck again, cause I can't breathe. Potentially you missing me, clearly not listening. Intentionally, we are a people of peace. But like Pac said, I ain't no killer, but your policies are pushing me. Further from the legislation, jumping off the education. While your skin heads the damnation and your clandestine rhetoric will forever be evident. Fuck the elite in the top 3% I'm heaven sent. I was born Asiatic and you made me asthmatic. So fuck your vaccines and masks. You gon' worry about these hands tomorrow cause you can't sanitize the past. You may have took my last breath. But you'll never colonize my spirit Standing there watching while I die I can't breathe And you still can't hear me
Available on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcast. Hey, this is your host Gary of Convicted Conversations. And man, the world is burning the fuck down. Like, this shit is getting out of hand. This shit is popping off in damn near 40 states right now in different countries. George Floyd, your death would not... Um, go unheard everyone around the world is hearing it i've never seen anything um to this magnitude in my life i've never seen crowds in this many states before um george floyd i've seen people rallying people protesting in several states when you know trayvon martin george brown eric garner philando castile and those people were murdered um, but nothing to this level of protesting, nothing of this level of protesting at all have I've ever seen with my two eyes. And with the pandemic going on, the coronavirus out there still floating around and, and people are still out there while or not, it's, it's sad that we have to get to this point and act a donkey out here in the streets for y'all to hear us. We have to act a whole ass out here in the streets for y'all to pay us attention. It's sad, man. It's a shame that the powers that be, all of the the people at the top, y'all so hell-bent on keeping y'all foot on our necks and staying rich and staying in power and handing that power down to the next generations of your family. Y'all so hell-bent on that and y'all have it down to a design. Y'all shitting on all other people. It's like we, we, black people, Mexicans, Spanish people, it's like we we not shit to y'all. If we're not white, it seems like y'all not even considering us for shit. It's like y'all tolerating us, but y'all not really giving us a chance chance. You know what I'm saying? And it's unfortunate that we're a group of kind people. We'll look out for anybody, the majority of us. Uh, we'll give people the shit off of our backs and y'all really don't get that y'all really don't get that y'all just still see us as a nigga yeah we could turn up at any time yeah we could take it from zero to a hundred within fucking nanoseconds oh come on we could do this within seconds bruh but at the same token why we gotta be like that why we gotta get to that point why we gotta protest why we gotta wild out and tell up shit just for y'all to fill us since the body cameras came out bro we have tons of cases tons of cases with body cameras where these officers are killing unarmed black men 
without any weapons. I'm talking about, bro, just straight murdering them. And then they have the courts, they go to jail, they have a trial, and get off. All the way back to the Rodney King days. Yeah, y'all broke him off 56 million for the 56 hits he took to the face, the body, the back, the legs, the arms, everywhere, bro. They beat the shit out of Rodney King back in the 90s. And since then, it's been getting worse. Before Rodney King, it was already bad. The 400 years of slavery. And look at this shit. Look how it's spilling into the next generation. This generation ain't going for that shit. They're not going for it. The millennials are really standing up for what they believe in. When I saw the Parkland shootings, how these millennials stood up around the world, I say, boy, they own the something. They not going to be playing with the the politicians and the government. The millennials not going to even play with you guys. They're going to stand up for what they believe in. But another thing they're not really understanding is about these felonies. Hopefully these guys are listening to me around the world that's out there protesting. You out there right now, wilding, um, you protesting for George Floyd, you can still do it peacefully. When you start fighting back with the police, punching them, throwing rocks, those are considered um, throwing a missile. Those are considered missiles. When you're punching the police, that's called battery on a law enforcement officer. Bro, you could get a lot of time for that. You could go to prison for that. I was almost sent to prison for a battery on a law enforcement officer in 95. I had to go to boot camp for 90 days just to keep my ass out here on the streets. I did my 90 days, completed my time, and I'm still out here to this day able to tell you guys about certain felonies and what to stay away from. Because once you get it, that's your ass. And I promise you that ain't what you want. It's going to have long lasting effects on you and the way your family is structured from here on out. It's going to have long lasting effects on all of you, your kids, your girlfriends, your fiancés, your wives, your mothers, your grandmothers, your grandfathers, your aunties, your uncles. It's going to have long lasting effects for the rest of your life on those people around you that you really care about. Those are the people that's going to be affected by it. You probably can deal with it at some point. You're going to get frustrated at times. You're going to want to go back to jail. You're going to um, want to get back in the game and sell drugs or break in the house. You're going to want to do those things. A number of those things you're going to want to do. Whatever your habit of choice was when you was out there in the streets getting money, you're going to want to resort back to that. I'm telling you, stay away from that shit, bro. Keep going forward. Keep working. Keep doing what you have to do. If you don't, recidivism is going to keep continue to rise. And we're going to stay in the positions that we're in. We're in the hood for a reason. It's designed for us to be in the hood. It's designed for us to be in these black neighborhoods and to stay impoverished. Disparities. Implicit bias. We can't find jobs. We can't find anywhere to stay. All of this shit is designed for us to stay down. We have to rise above that shit. We have to rise above what they're doing to us. We have to think differently. We have to think smarter. We can't fall into the trap. We can't fall into it. And if we do, our kids are going to be in that same trap. Their kids are going to be in the same trap. Their kids after them are going to be in the same trap and so on and so on. We have to strive to be better than this shit. 
we're killing more of each other in the hood than police are, but nobody talks about it. Oh, because you know, we're in the hood is to be expected. Where there's um, poverty, there's gonna be crime. I get all of that. I get all of that. But at the same token, we don't have to let that be us. We don't have to let that define us. We don't have to stay in those positions. We don't have to let them people keep a foot on our neck. We can maneuver differently than your sisters, than your uncles, than your brothers, than your dads, your mothers. We can maneuver differently from them. It all starts with education. Outside of education, you have to have street smarts. If you don't have street smarts, education is only going to get you so far. It's only going to get you so far and you're only going to have a certain group of friends. Just with education, you have to have street smarts. You have to be witty. You have to have common sense to be able to live out here in this America that we're living in today. It's always been a bad America for us, but we've made do. We've we've um, managed with what we had. You know what I'm saying? We've managed with what we had. And that's what we continue to do. We've been without lights. We've been without food. You know what I'm saying? They put AIDS in our neighborhoods and we still standing up in the paint. They put syphilis in our neighborhoods and we still standing up in the paint. Tuskegee experiments, AIDS, none of that shit broke us. This fucking pandemic, this shit seems like it's killing the majority of black people. The prison system is designed mostly for black people. And they're profiting big off of our mishaps, off of our mistakes, off of our backs. They're profiting heavily off of us, off of our ignorance, off of our anger. They're profiting heavily. We could change this shit. We could change the narrative right now if we stand together, stick together and think differently. We can't continue thinking. We can't continue to think the way we've done in the past. We have to think smarter and it have to be calculated. It has to be differently. It has to be methodical. We have to get on some different level of thinking with this shit, bro. When it comes to us living, we can't keep living the way we're living and people keep taking advantage of us, shitting on us, firing us, taking our ideas, taking our patents, taking our land, taking our kids from us, taking our black men out of the homes we can't keep allowing this shit to happen and that doesn't mean violence that means thinking smarter that means thinking smarter that means thinking together men and women black thinking together whites thinking with us together all in unison all together that's the only way we're going to be able to beat this shit that's the only way we're going to be able to beat the machine we have to stick together. We have to think together. We have to be creative. We can't be idiots um, about this shit. We have to be smart. We got to band together, ride this shit out, and, and see what's up. The coronavirus out there killing us, bruh. Black people, heavily. And now we're out there in large numbers in metropolitan areas and cities around the world in large numbers potentially able to get the coronavirus and take it back to your homes. Just think about what we're doing. I know it's for a good reason, but just think about what you're doing. Think smarter. You feel me? You have to. If you don't, we're going to continue to lose. We're going to stay at the bottom. 
I know our people are tired of staying at the bottom. I know they're tired of handouts and looking for scraps. I know they're tired of asking the government for food stamps. I know they're tired of that shit. But they also could grow back to the old days of growing their own food. They could go back to those days. Whatever it takes, we could do it. We don't have to go to Publix. We don't have to go to Winn-Dixie. We don't have to go to Whole Foods. We could grow our own shit like we used to. But they made us so lazy with technology and so many food distribution um, establishments in our neighborhoods to where it make you don't want to grow your own food. You don't want to grow your own crops. You only want to depend on what they have set for us. Again, we could switch it up if we want to. We don't have to continue this same path. We could go back to the old ways of living if we wanted to. But right now, the looting, the breaking in these buildings, tearing up your own communities. I mean, bruh, I get it. Y'all wild out, do y'all thing, whatever. But I'm saying at some point, you're going to have to go home. You're going to have to, you're going to get tired. You know what I'm saying? And then those other people that are getting these charges and misdemeanors and felonies, you're going to be tied up in court for a while. Again, protest, but do it peacefully. Do it peacefully. You don't want these charges hanging over your head. You feel me? Once the smoke settle and the dust is clear, you still have those felony charges hanging over your head. You still have those misdemeanor charges hanging over your head. Now you have to go to court and explain this. Now you have to pay court costs. Now you have to pay lawyer fees for protesting, for what's right, for justice, for George Floyd, and for the million other people that have died in this country for nothing, just for being black, just for being black. We're dying in large numbers just for being black. And again, all police are not bad. They are not bad. Some of them are some really, really, really good hearted people and they want the best for us. And I've met a bunch of them throughout my life and my 45 years of living. I met a bunch of them. They are really cool people, bro. When shit happened in the neighborhood, when shit happened to one of your family members, when one of them gets sick, when one of them gets shot, when one of them get hurt, remember who you calling, bro. Just, just turn that on in your mind. What number you dialing first? Like my homeboy Charles Fields um, said the other day, Chucky, watch this dude come up back in the days in the dope game, everything. Now he done changed his life and turned his life around. And now he have halfway houses up in Pompano um, and probably Fort Lauderdale. He doing his thing, changed his life. And he mentioned that the other day. Y'all sit out here and pop that shit about this, this, that, and the other. But at the same time, when you get hurt, when you get shot, when you need somebody to call, bro, you're calling 911. You're not calling your homeboy. You're not calling your sister first. You're not calling your uncle, your daddy, or your mama first. You're calling 911. Why? Because you know they're coming to help. You know that they're coming to save your lives. If they're your enemy, why would you call your enemy, bruh, to come help you? If the police really your enemy, why would you call them to come help you? You calling 911. You know the police gonna come and the ambulance gonna come. We all know that. If they're really your enemy, 
Why not just handle it yourself? You know what I'm saying? Why not handle it yourself? Call a non-emergency number. Hey, I couldn't save my friend. He passed away. We won't do that because we want the police to intervene. We want them to come in and, and, and help out. You know what I'm saying? But what's going on in the neighborhood, people are spreading shit. They're spreading false statements and all type of shit. Not saying the police don't beat up motherfuckers. I'm not saying they don't talk shit and they haven't planted drugs on people in the past. But again, those people that have complained, they were all in the game. You know what I'm saying? The majority of them were doing wrong. Yes, they probably got beat up in the process. I got punched. We all know that come with the game. Home invasions that come with the game. Kidnapping um, kids for ransom that come with the game. Torturing people that's selling drugs that come with the game. You feel me? Breaking and entering, robberies, all of this stuff come with the game. And another thing that come with the game is 911. Flavor Flatum had a song saying 911 was a joke back in the days. And bitch, if you call 911, they're going to leave your ass there dying. In a lot of cases, that has happened. But in other cases, they do come. They have revived your friends. They have saved your family and your loved ones. They have saved them. Regardless of the circumstances, regardless if they knew you were a bad apple or not, regardless if they've been to that neighborhood um, previously for crime. They still come and help certain people. Not saying they're prompt. Not saying they probably don't take their time. Because we had a bunch of cases with them doing that. The EMT, when it comes to certain neighborhoods, they have dropped the ball. But like I say, we could change the whole thing. We could change this. We could change it if we start to do better in our own neighborhoods. If we start to do better. But like I said, keep in mind, while you're out there protesting... And they arrest you, those charges are not going anywhere. They can haunt you for the rest of your lives. If this is your first time ever going to jail, millennials or grown-ups, if this is your first time going to jail, you could get those records expunged or sealed. If this is your first time ever going to jail, you could get a lawyer or go to the courthouse and find out um, what you would have to do to get your record sealed. You can do that. Not saying you can't do that. But... It's going to be a process. It's going to be an uphill battle to get that done. And then the process, while you're getting your record sealed, you have to keep your nose clean. You have to stay out of trouble. You can't be doing the things you were doing before. You can't be out protesting because if you do that, again, within that certain period of time, you get another felony. That other felony or that misdemeanor is going to stand as well. It's not going to go anywhere. So now you have two or three or four within a short period of time. If you could ask anybody that's ever gotten a felony in their life, they start to pile up so fast you can't even count them. They just keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. They don't stop. It's like once you get that one, they, they keep piling up on you, especially if you're in the streets, especially if you're in a game. These are the things that's going to happen to you. So you have to be smart about everything you're doing, especially when it's come to protesting, when it comes to selling drugs, when it comes to home invasions, breaking the houses, all of those shit that we're out there doing that's not productive. When it comes to, well, protesting is productive as long as it's done peacefully. 
But when you're doing those other things that hurt the neighborhood, those other things that harm us, those other things that take people's sense of securities away, when you do those things, then it brings everybody down. I know y'all don't want to hear it, but it's the truth. It's the God's honest truth. We're messing up our own neighborhoods and we keep blaming everybody else. If we stop blaming everybody else and do better, we'll be better. We'll come up. We'll be able to leave land and property and houses and money and heirlooms and shit to our kids. We'll be able to leave paintings and shit like that. But if we're not thinking like that, we will never be on it. We have to think about it now. We have to get on that now. We have to have life insurance and all of that shit now and shit to leave them for future generations. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. We have to be able to leave that if we can afford those life insurance policies. We have to be able to leave that to give them a head start in the future. We have to. We can't be selfish and out here wilding with the money, gambling with the money, buying pussy with the money, being selfish with the money. We have to be smart with our shit. We have to be smart with it. We have to be creative. We have to. We have to leave a legacy. If we don't, we it seemed like we were here in vain. I don't want to be on this earth to be shitted on. I don't want to be here to be laughed at. I don't want to be here to be looked at as just a nigga. I'm better than that, bruh. I'm bigger than that shit, bruh. And you are too. We are much bigger than this shit. If we think, if we think outside the box, if we be creative, than what we are right now. I'm talking about 2.0, 5.0 type shit. You feel me? We have to get on some, some extraordinary shit right now. Our backs are against the wall. The country seems like it's against us. Not the entire country, systematically against us. The extremists, the racists, they're against us. And we have no place in our hearts for them. We don't want to be around them. We want to be far as physically fucked from these people as physically fucking possible. We don't want nothing to do with them. But for some reason, they perpetuate this shit and they want it to keep going. You feel me? Be smart. Be bigger than this shit. Be bigger than your parents were. Be bigger than what you were in the past. Be bigger than what you were last year. I know we were in the homes and we couldn't do anything. 40 million out of work. I know y'all mad as fuck right now, but be bigger than this shit. We are bigger than this shit. We'll overcome this like we've overcome everything else. We're larger than life. We could stay out in the sun longer than any fucking body. We're larger than life, bro, but we got to think like it. We have to think like kings and queens. You feel me? Don't let this shit distract you. Don't let this get to you. Think, think smarter when you're laying in your bed and you're crying about this shit and the injustices that black people are facing every day. Think smarter, think harder. We could do this shit, bro. We could beat this shit, bro. We could flip this shit around. We could flip it around, but we just have to think. Not with our hands. We have to think with our minds. We have to. If we don't, this next generation gonna get caught up in the hype and we're going to still be right here by the time our daughters get in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. We're still going to be here. Think smarter. 
We could build high rises. We could take over some of these jobs as well, but we have to want that type of money. Fuck football and basketball. We could build high rises. We could build skyscrapers. We could build any fucking thing we put our minds to, but we have to think. We have to know we could do it. We have to know we can't fail. We have to know this shit in our fucking hearts that nobody could get to us. Nobody could hold us down. We're relentless. We're smart. We're bigger than this shit. You have to know it in your fucking heart. You have to think. You have to say it constantly. We're bigger than this. They can't keep us down. They can't. This shit can't last forever. We got to get out of the hood. Let's switch this shit around. Get out of the hood. Want better for your kids and yourselves. Think mansions. Not through rap. Not through sports. Through academics. Through being smart. From being creative. From being innovative. Think smart. I love y'all. Be safe. And don't let your past dictate your future. This is another episode of Convicted Conversations. Thank you. Just the way it is.